Uh, hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl, and I am up again tonight. I'm going to be doing another rambling on the topic of vulnerability. I I was taking a, a hike yesterday or a little walk with a friend of mine, and I was explaining to him that I... I am starting starting on my my a new book and I was explaining to him that that sometimes it's it's been a little tricky knowing what to share and what not to share and that sometimes there's big gains in just vulnerability of of sharing things that we just normally wouldn't talk about <laughs> and i'm somewhat referring to the podcast that i did last night so i had i had shared to a point as one of the scenarios or or experiences that I had had out of a series of many experiences that I had had over the summer of 2018 and and I had stopped and that I wasn't entirely sure I wanted to share that and I I'm I'm kind of laughing about it because why did I not want to share that? And sometimes my subject matter gets into topics that I feel like my listeners like I'm not really sure how they're going to react to it. Um so uh, sort of like these taboo subjects you know and and in all actuality leaving it up to my listener whether they want to hear about that or not you know and then another reason is me being deemed completely completely nuts but i sort of feel like that boat has already sailed <laughs> that boat has already sailed um and there's going to be a number of people that would you know it doesn't matter what i do they the things i say are so beyond their their you know belief system that they just cannot entertain it and and so that's okay you know it's okay for them to to pick and choose what they what they want to entertain or how far they want to go with this thing with ideas you know which is another whole topic about my subject matter and it's and the amount of people who would even want 
to hear what I have to say. I feel like it's an extremely important message, but but it makes me laugh. I was I was talking to my daughter about <laughs> and this is kind of gross, but it's just the truth. I was talking about how like in two months, this YouTube on, you know, popping a great big pustule gets more views than than mine. Gets like millions of views, like millions. I'm saying, I'm like, I'm talking to her. I'm like, why, why are we, as a species, as a people? more interested in you know <laughs> in pus and grossness than we are in basically the wonders of the universe it's just it's just a question that i that i think is super interesting um but back to my subject matter that i so I'm sharing with him that I'm, you know, I'm making, I'm going to be, my goal is to have this book completed by November of 2020. And I was explaining, you know, and I was basically saying, I found that there has been pretty big gains when I have shared things that I wasn't entirely sure that I wanted to share. For some reason, there has been meaning in that, me sharing things I don't want to share. And, <laughs> and, and what I've noticed is that there's like these taboo subjects, like some subjects are just like, I, I don't know, we're just not supposed to talk about it. You know, as I don't know if it's as a, as a <clears throat> person that is um, aspiring to higher level of consciousness. Um, it just seems like there's just subjects that are off off um, the table, and like, and one of them, you know, would definitely be sex and. I was, because it has come to mind sharing some stories <laughs> from like years ago, because the book is, it, these these really actually kind of funny scenarios that come to my mind that, um, and usually when things come to my mind, it's sort of like a message from message that I'm actually supposed to put that in in my book not not put that in my book not that I'm like writing a book about like some pornography or some like steamy romance of 50 shades of gray <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about um but anyway so then it got me to thinking about me filtering what I'm sharing in my podcasts, in my YouTubes, um, in my book, 
my book is has a lot more in it that I have not shared um, because it is so far out of the norm that it is either complete madness or something quite extraordinary had taken place that I don't even understand. I, I don't quite understand what took place exactly. I just know that I had an experience and I can recall the experience and this is just sort of how it happened. And when I was in um, graduate school, I had this professor that I had a lot of respect for. I really liked this professor quite a bit. And he said that hearing voices is never good. I mean, he just full stop said, you know, hearing voices is never, never, never good. <laughs> and we as a society are very um, suspicious of people or the idea that we can hear you know, they call them auditory hallucinations, hear things that are not seen. Um, and I had, I had for years, and I've shared in other podcasts, so this isn't like new news, that I have had different times in my life where I have started, where I've heard beings that are not, that I cannot see. And seeing that more as a gift than as a, a negativity, um, I sort of get these impressions, I get these messages, I get, I think I'm also getting information like knowledge. If I have a question, I um, put it out there. And recently, it, it's actually been a bit quiet. It's been a bit quiet, and I, I'm not entirely sure what's going on with that. But I have, I have received the message of me just having some time to actually the word heal kind of comes to mind after just a a season of complete excavation of myself and and so much change that I that I wasn't prepared for and because living in a different, this different mindset has been like, it, it took a lot, it took a lot of energy and, and continues to, um, 
even though I've sort of somewhat gotten used to it, um, it, it was, it was quite jarring to my body and, um, And one of the things I had I had yester, yesterday in my podcast I had mentioned um, a being that is channeled called Kryon. and the reason why I had I'd forgotten why I had mentioned him, but I remembered why I mentioned him, and I mentioned him because in the YouTube that I was listening to, he was talking about giving up everything we've been taught. that the beginning of of this new way on the planet, this new consciousness, this new... Um, Bruce Lipton, I refer to people sometimes, um, Bruce Lipton has talked about heaven on earth, which is an impression that I had gotten the summer of 2018. <clears throat> so there seems to be possibly this idea that the perhaps there are two planes not not of consciousness because i think that there are, maybe there's infinite levels of consciousness or infinite channels of consciousness um i know this is an aside but i think it's worth saying that it's really really tricky to not say levels because then it becomes about spiritual pride and somebody not being on the same level as I am and there being spiritual pride in there that that I don't I don't want I I don't want to to um entertain and so I sort of put them sideways I, I put these sideways like more like channels on a on a radio frequencies on a radio where you're going sideways and one is not necessarily greater than another. Um but anyway, getting back to Cryon and um and him referring to um, giving up our knowledge or, or, or what we've been taught about everything. And that really was the beginning. I, I had been entertaining this for a long time because I had studied the works of David Hawkins and he refers to that actually quite a bit in the sense that absolutely nothing is as we think it is. And and it seems like, actually, as I'm, I'm, my discovery is that the more I know, the less I know. It's like the less, the less, the less. I mean, because nothing is like concrete, and everything is moving and changing and in constant movement and. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm sort of laughing because I'm I'm not entirely sure how exactly to Anyway, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. 
<laughs> um, that's for another um, podcast. So I wanted to stay on this topic of this vulnerability because yesterday I had gone so far in my story and then I stopped and I sort of wanted to get back to that. I'm I'm going to try to share these stories even though it is not I don't know like what is private like in my in my in my existence like what is private like what is is that should I not be sharing you know what are my is my are my listeners that I'm supposed to stop there and not discuss that subject? Like it's taboo. Like it's a, that's a taboo subject. But so I'm going to try to share stuff that I wouldn't normally share. And so I had shared the story about like, I was on my way back from visiting my friend and I had been wrestling this very, very, very dark energy. And I felt like I had come to a place of like utter surrender. I had just completely surrendered. I actually had the expectation that I might actually leave physicality, that I might go into non-physical. Um, because I, I mean, I was just really racked, like literally, energetically. I it just, and I got home and I went to bed and I woke up and I could hear these sentient beings. I could hear them. I, I woke up and I could hear them. They were talking. I could hear them talking, but I could not see them. And at first I heard them talking to each other. <laughs> so there must have been more than one in the room. <laughs> they were talking to each other. They were like, as if I wasn't there, like, well, how did she, basically, I got the impression they were like, how did she do this or whatever this was? I didn't even know what this was. And um, they they seem to suggest some type of treatment. Um, and I agreed to it. I, I, I knew that they were benevolent. They were kind. They were good. And I agreed to whatever they had suggested. And um, And I didn't know if it was some kind of um, upgrade, like some kind of um, biological upgrade in my body, or if it was a, a like my mind that they did something to my brain, or um, and I didn't really feel anything at the moment. It wasn't like I all of a sudden I felt something. Although I will tell you, my my life radically changed after this, um, whatever I had agreed to. 
and and then I went back to sleep. I'm not really sure how long that all happened. But I went back to sleep and when I woke up in the morning, I was completely healed. I I was I was my even my skin I was completely fine. Completely. It was um it was just really 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 it didn't feel strange at the time, but like when I talk about it, it's just kind of weird. So I, I'm not entirely sure. I think that, that, that somehow I've been in contact with beings. I don't know. I guess you would call them as extraterrestrial to some degree because they're, I get, and I cannot see them and I, say, I always say yet because I'm not sure that we won't be in the in the not so distant future that we won't be able to actually see these beings that are not in in our dimen- dimension or in our physicality and like we will be able to perceive them possibly, but um, and then that led to just other other events that were just really, really insanely crazy. <laughs> they were just something else, like um, so. At the time, I honestly didn't know if I was dead and didn't know it, if I was in a coma and didn't know it, if I had a brain tumor, um, if I really had gone certifiably crazy, which I, I didn't believe, but I had to entertain, or I was having just this profound God experience. But at the same time, I was having an enormous amount of headaches and my family was extremely worried about me because I was acting really different. I had made some interesting discoveries in my own family and my genetics and I about my dad and my my niece that had passed. They had both passed and I was um I was really behaving quite differently. Um and my family was very, very worried. They were like, oh my God, my mom has just completely lost it. And so at some point I had the inclination to go to the hospital to actually make sure that I didn't have a brain tumor. (laughs) So I get this like, and these ideas were like coming to me. Like I had shared, I've shared over and over again that like tons of stuff was coming at me at the same time. And I have to tell you, I cannot tell sometimes what to pay attention to and what not to. And it has gotten so much better. I don't know if it's that now 
I'm, I have the discernment or if stuff is just not coming at me at the same rate. But anyway, so I, I get this inclination to go to the hospital and I end up calling my, my daughter's significant other to come pick me up. So my, my daughter and my daughter's significant other come pick me up and they take me to the emergency room and just all these just really weird things happened. Like they, and I was sitting and, and my head was just hurting so badly and I'm sitting and I don't have very much, um, power left on my phone. So at the time, music was like really one of the venues that the divine was using in my life, like a lot. And so my daughter had lent me her phone because my phone was running out of power and I didn't have a charger. So my daughter let me her phone and I'm listening to her music and seemingly her music. And it's so weird because it could easily have been my own playlist. I mean, it was just bizarre. I mean, just completely bizarre. Um, but I need to back up a minute <laughs> because I left out some details. So I'm at the time I'm also in what I would call complex post-traumatic stress. I'm like really emotionally not doing well. I, I've had like a lot of changes and I'm, and I go to the farmer's market and and I'm, I'm just in a state of utter, like, panic. And at the same time, I had this friend of mine, he was texting me. He was texting me, and I was texting him back, and I, I, I thought that he with somebody else. I so dissociated with him with somebody else. And I thought that I heard that somebody was coming. I, I thought that I had heard somebody was coming. Oh, I need to make my way to Arizona, basically, is what I heard. Um, on On this, somehow on the phone or through the text, or I don't know. But anyway... So that was before I I go to the hospital. But so while I'm there, I am fully expecting this person that I hear on the phone to be at the hospital. And and so they they take me back and I have been having, for years, I've been having issues with my heart. <clears throat> um, to the point where there are times where I actually lose consciousness for very, very brief amounts of time, where I have these attacks, like these, um, 
and I had been put on medication for panic attacks. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm at the hospital and the biggest worry that they were having was that I had high blood pressure, that my blood pressure was really quite high, which I think is really weird because I'm a really super healthy person, but I seemingly have high blood pressure. So I end up, um, at the hospital and I'm sitting and I'm listening to my daughter's playlist. And then finally I I get back to a room and I can hear things in the hall and they take me back to have this MRI. So I have this MRI done. And then when I'm being wheeled back into my cubby, I see this aberration walking down the hall of what I perceive to be this person who I had heard on the phone. I perceived that it was this person who was going to come and basically make sure that I was okay for future events um, that were coming and I didn't know what was coming. I just was living in the moment. And so I go back to the room and they have me hooked up to this heart monitor. And then this song, this song by, um, S Y M L, um, starts to play and I am just completely like overwrought with complete grief um and i wasn't entirely sure but i got the impression that they were just trying to make sure of the strength of my heart and me, my the, my physicality, the, my actual body being able to handle what was to come. And, and so I guess I passed whatever heart test um, there was because they let me go and they give me this prescription. So I go home and I'm not like, I really don't want to get this prescription filled. I'm like really not that great into medication, but my mom and my daughter are just adamant that I go get this filled. So I go and um, I actually had my dog with me at the time. I was trying to nurse this dog back to health and I'm I'm I have my dog with me and I said I can't leave her in the car because it's like summer and so I go in and I put the prescription in and I go back out to my car and for half an hour and then I go back in and 
It says that the prescription is filled, but it's gone. It's missing. They can't find the prescription. <laughs> and I'm just laughing. I'm just sitting here like, it was It was literally, I cannot describe how weird this, this whole hospital event was because it was like something literally out of the matrix. And I'm not kidding. It was so like weird the events the way that they went down they were so weird and but my the medicine being missing was so weird and so I have I go back out of to the car and I wait and then I come back in and I get the prescription and I take it home and I took the pills as prescribed for 30 days and I often wondered what they were I often wondered, like, was it indeed um, blood pressure medicine? <laughs> anyway, and on that note, I'm going to go. I am going to end this podcast. I appreciate you listening, and I will be back with more um, these adventures. And that's a wrap.